0: Anyone ever get one of those moments where you regret something so much that you sit there and have like one of those montages where food doesn't taste the same, you're lying there in bed, and you just can't even think right about anything going on? Well, that was me two weeks ago. Actually, let's say a week and a half ago. I'll give you guys some context. A couple months ago, when that whole Dogecoin to the moon thing was going on, Elon Musk was sitting there tweeting dog pics and people were heavily investing in it my head my little brother was sitting there telling me yo hamudi for context Hamude would be like a child name for anyone they call with the name muhammad things like that so they're sitting there like yo Hamude, don't be dumb bro come buy some of this doge everyone get on it and i'm sitting there me personally i'm the kind of person that if i don't really know anything about it i tend to kind of stay away from it i thought this whole coin thing was kind of just hype was gonna fizzle out die like have things i see that these kids hop up hop on so I'm talking to him and he's like bro I don't know man I don't want to sit there and like invest money something I'm not really sure about he's like come on bro I lied to you get on this train let's do this to the moon <laughs> after that I'm like yo I can't let these kids think I'm weak out here so I threw in like 500 bucks and then but I bought it right after that kind of initial peak when it went up to a few cents after that I think seven eight is when I bought in so I never really made that much money off it, and then it crashed. And then I'm sitting there telling this kid, yo, I hate you, I told you, I told you, I told you. And then our other friend tells the same thing. He's like, bro, you should have bought way more. I'm telling you, I got my, I've been watching this for weeks. It's about to go up. But these are kids. So, you know, I'm already sitting there thinking, whatever, 500 bucks, 500 bucks. I lost it. And then suddenly it spikes. I'm like, holy crap, these guys were on to something. But I get so nervous that it spikes, it spikes, it's going up. And then, boom, I sell at like 15 cents. And, you know, I'm chilling, thinking, you know, I made my money back. I'm good. Yo, we going to McDonald's on me. What do you guys want? Dollar menu. I got you. So then, little do I see, next day, open it up, 30 cents. hits oh, 40 cents. I'm like, come on! I'm sitting there contemplating kind of life. Everyone's like hitting me up. Yo, did you have Doge? How much you make off it? I got this 15k real quick, but he's still asking me for ten dollars the day before that. And I'm sitting there like, damn, like yo, I really screwed up. So that is probably the biggest elf taken the past week and a half. But that being said. For those of you that made any money off it, I hate you, don't talk to me, please leave me out of your context about any future stock investments, things like that, and for those of you that did, but I'm still happy for you, don't get that wrong, you know, just let me like swallow my pride in peace. With that being said again, thank you for tuning in to the podcast Between Everything and Nothing, my name is Mohammed. and for those of you that are new here, thanks for listening in, give me your time, hopefully you get something out of it, and for those of you that are returning, I know it's been a while, some stuff happened, I've been trying to get back on this for a while, but here we are and we got some interesting topics for today, hopefully keep you coming back for more. So, we're in like, you know, the month of Ramadan to all my Muslim listeners, Ramadan Mubarak, and we have a kind of thing going on here in Dearborn. The trend started, I want to say, three maybe years ago, three years ago. Where some people just started opening up food stands during the month. And I'm sitting there to myself now thinking, yo, this is so, like, in-your-face smart. Why has no one ever done this before the year of 2018? So, it all started with, like, this stand back in the day. It was called Bohemian Bowls. They opened up a stand where they were serving, at the time, they were brand new. Everyone was on them, those acai smoothie bowls. And they had a nice Bohemian aesthetic. People would come through, and, yo, they were raking in When I tell you, they were making like crazy amounts from what I assumed they did. Because I was just there watching these people line up for hours at night. And I was there a lot too. So I was also contributing to their like watts of cash. But anyway, that was a big thing happening in Dear One around that time. And after that, next year, a couple more stands opened up. Shout out to no fancy scoops. Still going on three years strong. And then, you know, the other stands, you know, they opened up a hot dog stand, and you have Dearborn, you have another area called Dearborn Heights, they opened up more after that. And then it suddenly grew into this big thing now, you got stands making barilla tacos, pretty much a lot of trendy food around right now, barilla tacos, churros, fruity pebble waffles, pancakes, you name it, it's kind of out there right now. Burgers, hot dogs, the amount of hot dog stands is crazy. And... It's good. I actually like. I actually applaud a lot of these kids using their like entrepreneurial spirit. Getting out there and making really good money now during this month. And something for them to do at night too. A lot of these people went from smoking, being indoors, actually communicating with people. Especially with this past year we've had where we've been stuck inside. It's nice to, to see people go outside, communicating, talking with friends, things like that. However... I've been seeing this thing where I saw a couple of posts the other day where Islamic leaders in the community or things like that were getting mad at these kids just going out, eating, and doing all this without reflecting on what the month is about. And I'm not a religious person per se, and I can <laughs> a lot of people that I know can vouch for that. But I would tell you that what these at these kids are doing something good for themselves. They're out here making money, taking advantage of a time where you don't eat for the whole day. You're probably working. You're thirsty. You're hungry. Then you go out at night, socialize. Like that was a tradition in the. That's That was a tradition of Ramadan back probably hundreds of years ago. And these Islamic leaders should try to, if they really are concerned about that, try to use what's going on in the community now, like all these stands, people going out to eat and stuff, and kind of twist it in a way where they can promote their messages too. You don't have to downplay what someone else is doing to kind of help what you're doing in the same time. They could open up a stand in front of their place, organize chairs outside, have people come over, and they want to discuss lecture that way. That's more more than welcome to. But don't come down on these kids that are actually doing something good for themselves and punish them for trying to make money. Because look at what you're condemning. Like Ramadan almost put Dearborn on kind of the map in the United States. Well, before they shut it down last year due to the COVID pandemic thing. They used to have the festival that went on here. It happened for two years where a bunch of stands opened up in this giant lot and people would come from all over the country. I'm telling you, people were coming from Texas, people were coming from California, people were coming from this and that, and just all came together to have some good food and talk with a bunch of people celebrating the month of Ramadan. And that gave exposure, that gave a lot of people more business, that gave money, that gave money, that gave power to your community why would you condemn that but that's just my stance on the issue and man these stands are dangerous let me tell you last night i had a burger done three different ways from three different stands i had hot dogs i had people are out here doing walking tacos people are here like i said before burrito tacos they're doing quesadillas they're doing burritos they're doing churros i can't even believe it. like Whoever is telling me they're like losing weight in the month of Ramadan, I know you're lying to me because there's no way eating all this food at night unless you're gonna sit there and tell me you're gonna eat eating broccoli and chicken breasts at 2 a.m. More power to you, but definitely not me. Man, we're out there eating ice cream, waffles. If you ever have times to hit up this place called Fancy Scoops, you can check out their Instagram page. Really good idea for a waffle for a kind of dessert comes ice cream with a waffle around it the aesthetic is very nice and that's probably one of the more unique stands you'd see in Dearborn especially with the amount of competitors you're seeing nowadays I'm telling you back when this idea happened you maybe had one hot dog stand you have like 20 people doing hot dogs right now and like five of them would be on the same block so yeah definitely if you haven't been out yet and you are fasting you want to get a look into what's going on in Dearborn during the month of dawn come out you probably have a good time and you make some and eat some good food in the process. But yo, let me tell you guys what is the not big okay. Let's not say the biggest crime in twenty twenty one, but up there, you know you have a bunch of stuff that's already happened this year. But let me tell you what I witnessed a couple of days ago that's gonna be up there. Please, fellows, why in twenty twenty one are we still wearing low below the knees jean shorts, yo? When I saw this guy was wearing that fresh 09 fit of the low jean shorts with the wife beater, I'm losing it. I'm like, yo, like you are a grown man. Jean shorts, like I haven't seen people rocking jean shorts since '07. I'm like, wow, it's taking me back right now. But seriously, any guy, like, and don't tell me that it's like a money thing or like you like you don't care about clothes and stuff. It costs nothing. You can go to Walmart, Target, whatever you want to do. Buy a nice pair of chinos for like $15, pair of pants. You can buy a normal pair of shorts and leave those behind. Because, man, we're in 2021 and we're all about progression. Like, we got male, male female rights finally catching up to each other. And we're still stuck back in the old days of these jean shorts. Like, no. Not just jean shorts, actually. Let's just say any shorts that's hanging below the knees. Like Just take it out back, burn it, pull out a gun, shoot it, and move on with your life. Also, let me talk about something else that I'm finding kind of scummy. So, now that, you know, we're in COVID times, that, you know, there's, like, everything's closed, a lot of these, like, government things that have been normally open to people back in the day, like, going to a Secretary of State, where where you can just walk in and stuff, are now by appointments only. And if you go on any of these websites right now, I don't know if this is happening in other places, I don't know if it's just Dearborn, but I'm looking the other day, and they got appointments booked till July. And I'm looking, like, Why? And then I don't know because I'm trying to get an appointment for one of my friends needs to renew his license, and he was asking me about it. And then I go and look, and I go ask one of my friends, "Yo, what's going on? Why are these booked till July?" And he's telling me that a lot of these guys in the city are have bots on their computers, go online, have them buy like all these appointments in advance, and start selling them back to you for eighty dollars. And I'm I'm with people making money, but you gotta draw the line somewhere. Some people could actually use these appointments, and could not have the money to fund for the appointment. You're gonna come tell me you have to sell them a seat for an appointment for eight dollars? That's not right, dude. I can like I can't even renew my license without paying hundred dollars nowadays. Like when I said before, I definitely need sugar mama. I was not lying. It's getting way too expensive out here for me. Speaking of that. You know, no headway has been made in that front yet. So again, you know, if anyone knows anyone who needs like some spot, who would like to sponsor me, please, you know, my email is always open, my Instagram is always open. Just shoot me a text, DM, email, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and we'll make something happen. But because I can tell you right now that you know this pharmacy thing is paying, not paying the bills. You know, I'm trying to get that G fight, no, I'm joking. Honestly, I have a job, can't complain about that, I'm grateful for it, so update, I kind of left CVS, we just had kind of a mutual understanding, left the company, been getting into more of the independent side, trying to learn the business, and man, I hate Johnson and Johnson for this blood clotting stroke thing that came out, where like one half percent of people got like a stroke so they canceled distributing it so this is what happened so at the independent pharmacy i'm at the day literally the day the johnson johnson vaccine came in they went and paused distribution of it and boom we got stuck literally we're just sitting there with this vaccine that no one wants and even now even afterwards where they approved it everyone can use it no problem you're all good they still don't want to take it because you already have the fear planted in there. Who wants to take a vaccine now where you've been told that it's been stopped because of some issue they were having. People are already skeptical about the vaccine. You just gave them more reason to be more skeptical. So now instead of that, we have to get the Moderna vaccine. And, you know, I'm having people come in and a lot of them are older folks. So when these people come in, the first thing they tell me is, you know, even though we have the Moderna one at the pharmacy I'm at, they're like, oh, do you guys Do you guys know if there's any side effects with this one? Like there is Johnson & Johnson. And this, independent, let me tell you, it's like super slammed. Out there in Sterling Heights, you know, if you ever need a good pharmacy, take care of you. Sterling City Pharmacy, just ask for Uday, he'll take care of you. Plug in, I got you. And yeah, so we have Moderna there. And it's a really, it's a good vaccine. Like it's like Pfizer, it's like the other ones, has the same outcome, same effect. So, people are starting to ask me, yo, am I going to get blood clots? Am I going to die from this? And they become super scared. I'm telling them, if you're super scared, not to be disrespectful, but why are you here getting the vaccine then? They're like, oh, I have to get it for my grandma. I'm like, okay, then. it takes two seconds. I can show you paperwork, study, information sheets that show that there's no side effects of blood clots this vaccine or the stroke or anything like that. Any possible side effects, the most common ones are, a slight headache 24 hours or maybe some chills a fever like excuse me me personally i didn't really have anything that happened to me when i took the vaccine and i didn't want to kind of keep promoting like this vaccine as in like you have to take it but in the same time if you you have the choice to take it or not but if you're coming here scared and ask me questions for... I had literally, literally one person ask me questions for 20 minutes. And they were all centered around the same thing. He asked me the same question the same way, but in different... He asked me the same question, but he just looped around a bunch of times. He was like, oh, I don't want to get hurt from this vaccine. Oh, but I have diabetes, can take this vaccine. Oh, I have blood pressure, can take this vaccine. Oh, I have, I, I have osteoporosis, can take this vaccine. And I understand, people can be scared, you know, they have all these... Especially a lot of these older folks, they have a lot of these health problems. But... A lot of studies have been out there, a lot of research, and I think that's the biggest problem right now is just educating people on why this vaccine is good. Do you know how many people, not many women, men, mostly women, I'm gonna say, asking me from overseas, from anyone, family members, just asking me, yo, I heard that the the Moderna vaccine messes with like Botox and fillers. I can't take it. I'm like, oh my god, and then I kind of look into that, but there's such a, it's such a small, rare side effect, though, and it's not going to destroy your face if it happens to you, but people still, again, you got that propaganda coming in where they get scared, they hear, oh, dermal fillers, well, guess what, half of us out here got Botox, we can't even take this, so all I get asked is, uh, Hamoudi, do you have the Pfizer vaccine, Hamoudi, do you have the Pfizer vaccine, I'm like, nah, we're moving Moderna, please. Whoever needs Moderna come through, but I don't have the Pfizer. He's like, oh, but I can't take that because of my dermal fillers, because this and that. So, move. Can you show me somewhere else to get it? I don't have an app on my phone telling me, yo, like the Pfizer vaccine is down the street. Just pull up. But it's been a good experience so far. But a lot, of, most people I deal with are very friendly, and they, I think a lot of them, I go in through like their profiles. They don't have a high history of vaccines, so I see why they're so intimidated by it. Like the other day, I was asking one of my friends, do you want the vaccine? He's like, nah, bro, I don't want autism. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I kind of figured he was joking. But at the same time, this was something that was perpetuated for a long time in media. Where it would cause you autism, all this. And now it's become microchips. But if you ever see the vial, you're going to be thinking, do they have like liquid microchips now where they can put inside of this vial? Because I'm drawing 10 doses from a Moderna vial. So yeah, definitely think about that. And something else that's weird, and I think it's kind of come the future, is you guys seeing all these movies on HBO Max would have normally been like big premiere movies, like Godzilla versus King Kong, Wonder Woman, now you got Mortal Kombat, that Justice League, Director's Cut, so the Zack Snyder edition, whatever, which I want to say is like a million times better than the original. wow. I can't believe that we were like robbed of that. God, like What was it? Three years ago? Three years ago. Man. Like, even though... I'll give you that it was four hours and I couldn't watch it all in one sitting. But I kind of like that on HBO Max where I kind of stopped the movie, do something else, come back to it. Because four hours, I would never have sat in a movie and watched a four-hour movie. Let me tell you that much. Way better than the original, though. Actually kind of expanded a lot of things in DC Universe and hopefully they can expand on that. But... Back to the original thing, yeah, this HBO Max thing is kind of strange. I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. Because, okay, back as a kid, like I don't know if a lot of people were like that, or maybe just the, the nostalgia talking, because I'm old as dirt over here. But remember, going with your friends, meeting up at one person's house, getting all together, talking, like chilling for a bit, and then after that, you all head out to the movies, get snacks, popcorn, afterwards, go out to eat, go watch a movie for two hours. We did that with my friends for Infinity War, for like all the Avengers movies, for scary movies. I used to take my friend and my ex at the time to, we went to the movies in Chicago. We used to live there and we used to go watch scary movies together because I just love watching their reactions when we just sat in the theater and they would be flying square. My boy used to square up with with the screen, he'd be so funny. So I feel like HBO Max is going to kind of take that feeling away from a lot of these kids going to grow up not knowing that. But you never know. Maybe they'll just go out of their ways or go into movie theaters too. Because I just saw Zack Snyder's movie made $670 million while mostly being streamed on HBO Max. Like I doubt a lot of people went out to the movies to go watch that movie. So that's definitely going to probably hit the movie business too. But it's going to kind of change the culture and how we consume movies in the future. So yeah, let me know if you guys actually agree with that or not, because I'm kind of in between on that one. Even though I just watched Godzilla vs. King Kong on HBO Max and I loved it. That was probably not a movie I've gone to gone to a theater to watch. I don't think I watched the other two. No, I never watched them in theater. But there are some there are some certain event movies where I do like going to the theaters and being with a group of people and watching it go down that way. But like I said, just let me know what you guys think. That was pretty interesting. Man, everything has gotten harder to consume now, especially sports. Like, yo, I used to watch basketball nonstop. You guys don't understand. Look, games go on throughout the day. I would watch at least two, three of them, no matter what's going on. Now, maybe because just the empty stadiums changed the vibe, changed the feeling of games. Man, I'm kind of hard pressed to watch a game or two games a week. I'm not going to lie to you. Even I try to keep up with the Rockets because that's my team, but still. Well, especially because they're so trash this year. Four. Fourteenth seed, yeah, I think they were just officially kicked out of playoff contention yesterday, which was expected. I don't want to return really this to a basketball episode. Just want to say a couple things of what I've been seeing in the NBA recently. A again the this like whole thing with Brooklyn Nets. I want to say first of all, just where they said we we assembled a bunch of super teams together, even though super players together, and we got a big team going on, even though LaMarcus Aldridge, even though he retired. Was kind of washed at that point. Blake Griffin kind of washed right now. These are role players. They're expecting them to be prime clippers dunking all over you. And like getting in your mug. Blake Griffin. No, he's gone. But again, number two, Brooklyn Nets. They've barely played together. I think they've had a total of eight games so far this whole season together. And this schedule is, man, messing these players up. Because I'm seeing all these injuries this year is crazy. You get Trey Young... Was injured for a while. LeBron was injured for a while. AD was injured for a while. KD still in and out. My man may have glassed at this point. Um, Jamal Murray's gone. Jo- uh, I think John Morant was on, gone for a bit. Steph Curry. I don't know how he's still out here, even though he's the most pro- like prone to getting ankle injuries. But yeah, I think all these. I think this new schedule they had, where these players are playing all these games, trying to condense them to get them into the playoffs, and they had so many delays because of COVID at the beginning of the season, where. That to scrunch all these games together just to make these guys hit their code of games. Where don't get me wrong. They're getting paid $40 million a year. By all means, do that. But at the same time, they do have to think about their bodies and livelihood. So it's going to be interesting to see what the NBA does with that with next year the years to come. If once they let people start going back to full capacity in the stadiums, are they going to keep this new format of the play-in teams? Are they going to go back to the old one? Old format of just, you know, one seed versus eight seed. You don't make the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs. Good luck next year. It's going to be pretty interesting to see that. We got a lot of talent in the League 2 coming up. So, again, that's what I'm looking forward to. But it's kind of sad seeing all the guys I grew up with on their kind of last legs. Not last legs, but not every... Like, once Tim Duncan retired, that was kind of what I'm seeing. I'm looking at the end for me. Like, wow, these are all the guys I grew up watching are gone at this point. Now, you got Chris Paul left. Probably not gonna last another two or three years in the league. LeBron will probably play till he's fifty-five, so we ain't worried about him. But other than that, who do I like really have left? I mean, James Harden kind of came in later, so I, I do like James Harden a lot. But he's not who I kind of not those players I put in as I coined as like I grew up with, where I was idolizing them week to week. So that's kind of making you realize you're getting older and man all these kids playing the same nowadays i played pickup the other day and i hate it so much because i'm like a big body i play down low in the post kind of old school i hate guarding these kids now we'll just pull up from half court shot half court telling you oh that's I, that's my shot that's my shot i hit that all day i'm just off right now bro you ain't pulling up half court and hitting these shots and that's only gonna get worse. These kids are gonna start pulling up from half court, thinking they're good shots, and that's where we gotta nip that bud real early before it gets to a big problem in the future. Keeping it on sports, real second, we had like that whole European Super League debacle that went and died within two days, and that was pretty interesting for a minute, just watching it, just because, you know, you kind of got to that point realizing, like, damn, like this is real, like they really don't care about the sport anymore. They're just trying to do it for the money at that point. Well, the background, for what I really didn't know about it, was so soccer. You divide it into a bunch of different leagues. You have, let's say, Serie A for the Italian league. You have La Liga for Spanish league, Premier League for the English league, and so on and so forth. So, what these big clubs wanted to do at that point was come take all the big clubs from the big teams from all these different leagues, the ones that always do the best, like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus. Man United, Arsenal, even though Arsenal haven't been good for God knows how many years, they want to take them all and put them into one giant league in Europe and call them the European Super League. And they and these player and these teams would only play each other and they would never be able to become relegated or shipped out of that league. Where, you're, where the problem is, you're going to kind of leave these other leagues to dry and only show that these big, like these big teams really only care about the profits because they just be playing each other every week for the rest of their lives. People have problems with it, and then later on, a bunch of these teams backed out, so that kind of went and died within one day. It was just interesting how that even was a thought, and it kind of makes you think that, wow, maybe there's something else behind it because how did this big idea that was backed by J um jp morgan chase backed by all these big billionaire companies like amazon 2 suddenly die within a day so there'll probably be more news on that in the future we'll just have to wait and see last thing i want to probably want to say before i go out is you guys ever this drive down the street and see an arby's and wonder yo how are you still open who's eating at arby's like i saw they bought I saw on, my, on Google one time that they bought Buffalo Wild Wings for like $4 billion. I'm like, yo, where the hell did Arby's get $4 billion from? Like, I know they got the meats, but who's buying the meats? And with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode of Between Everything and Nothing. I know it's been a while, and I'm going to try to become more consistent from now on, and hopefully get out, bring on some funny guests for you guys like we had back in the day, and keep it rolling from there. And I really appreciate everyone listening in and following the page and following my page too. And please let me know if you guys want to hear anything else. If you guys want specific guests. And until then, peace out.